What is up, everybody? Welcome to Regular Guy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dave. It is Friday, January 15th, 2021. We are rolling into the uh, NFL weekend. We're going to take some time tonight to talk a little bit of NBA, um, look at some NFL news and notes, and also look at some of the games this weekend real quick. So, welcome in, James. Hey, thanks for having me. What's going on, everybody? As usual, make sure you get over to the website, regularguysports.com. Dave's picks for the, the second week of the playoffs should be out later tonight, early tomorrow morning. Um, Rick's still alive with his Buffalo Bills. Make sure you guys get over there and check it out. Follow us on social media. Twitter is at RGS time. Instagram's hashtag regular guy sports. And Facebook.com backslash regular guy sports. So, I mean, obviously the biggest story of the week um, as far as, I mean, besides the NFL playoffs is uh, James Harden mm-hmm. being traded to uh, the New Jersey Nets. Um, there's all sorts of players going all over the place. Um, Levert's going to the um, Pacers. Oladipo's going to the Rockets. And there's like, you know, I think now the Rockets have like the Nets picks till 2027. Yeah. Bunch of pick swaps. Um, I mean, wh- I mean, first of all, what's your, what are your thoughts? I mean, who winners, losers, um, you know, are the Nets a better team? What do you think? Well, I think a big dark horse in this and the whole thing is uh, Indiana. I think that they really got out of they got out of a jam there. We'd known Old Depot wanted to leave since half what halfway through the season last year. He started being public about it. They got rid of him and they get Lavert back. I like Karis Lavert. I think he's a good guy. Um, I think he's going to fit in well with that team. Um, I think they also got a couple of picks out of it. I don't honestly. I don't know how I feel about the whole Harden thing. Um, you know, I watched Shaq on TNT. He had a really good breakdown of just how Harden hasn't been there. He's one in one in six, I think, in elimination games in the playoffs. And his stat line just horrendous. And like Shaq said, he said, you know, the city didn't quit on you. The city isn't giving you what you need. You've quitting on them, basically. I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. It gets way more muddy when you add in the whole Kyrie thing. He doesn't like Steve Nash now, which who, do, who couldn't like Steve Nash? First of all, he's Canadian and he's Steve Nash. I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. I think the Nets, if anything, got a little bit better. I don't like him getting rid of Jared Allen. I liked him. I thought he was a good center for them. You know, if Harden can play with Durant and they can be like what they were in OKC when Harden was coming off the bench, I think that works. I think Houston got a lot out of it. I think they're going to be really set up for the future. They got a lot of young guys. Um, You know, John Wall there too. Um, I don't really know what to make of the whole thing. I think it was something that needed to happen, and I think Indiana and Houston probably got the best out of the deal. Yeah, I think he, I, I mean, I think the Nets got – I think they totally screwed themselves. I mean, I think um, it was a terrible trade for them. I mean, to, I mean, obviously you got a top five player, probably top three player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got him and Durant. Obviously you got scoring, but you got two ball stoppers, and then you had Kyrie who's – a Obviously, he's mentally deficient. I mean, that guy, oh, yeah. something's really wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, obviously got fined what, over like $800,000 for missing those games and then being without a mask or whatever he was doing. Um, but, I mean, this isn't his first rodeo either. I mean, he's he's a nut. Mm-hmm. He's, an, he's an insane person. We've talked about this before. I mean, he's, he's legitimately insane. Um, 
So you got that issue going on. I think Harden, I don't think, I'm not sure what his deal is either. I think he's another one. I think he's a complete narcissist. And Durant's the exact same way. I mean, he's about himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I think they're going to be a disaster. I think it's good for the East. Um, I think Boston and Philly, I think that made them actually stronger, um, especially in the playoffs. I mean, we've seen Harden's record in the playoffs, no good. I think the Cavaliers actually got pretty, I don't think they got better. They got trade pieces. Um, they got Jared Allen. Uh, I like him. And, and Terry on Prince. I really like Terry on Prince. I think he's a stat filler. I mean, he, he gets a lot of the, he does a lot of the dirty work. Um, I think he's going to be somebody they end up trading again to get more assets for their team uh, picks. But he's a, he's a player that can help a team um, this year, especially mm-hmm. in the playoff run. So um, look for him to get traded again. Um, and I agree with you. I think Oladipo looks at himself as basically a hardened type player. So I think getting rid of him for Indianapolis or Indiana is a huge deal. Yep. Because um, they, they almost had kind of too many stars. I think Levert will fit in with Brogdon, who's the, you know, he's a stud. Um, Turner's a good player. And uh, Sabonis has been awesome so far. So I think I think he'll be a good mix with that team. I mean, you get another guy that can shoot, um, you know, can take a game-winning shot if needed. But I don't think he's going to be a distraction. I think Old Depot's a distraction. And yeah, I think I think the, yeah, I think I really think Cleveland and um, uh, the Pacers were the real winners out of this. I think. Yep. I mean, I mean, but the Houston as well. I mean, I, so I mean, how long is Durant and those guys going to play? I mean, they're. I think those last couple of years of those picks, I think those going to be really valuable for Houston. The, the the pick swaps as well as those picks in like the 2026, 2027 mm-hmm. season. Um, you know, they at least they have a future. I think that's the big thing for Houston. They have a future, especially all the picks they gave up for um, Chris Paul and for um, Westbrook over those years. So I think this 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 will kind of save them moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a great take. I agree with you. Yeah, so, I mean, so what are we in? 12, 13, 14, 15 games? I mean, mm-hmm. any surprises to you? Anything you like, don't like? What, what are you seeing so far? Um, You know, I, I think on the West, I've been very shocked at how mediocre the top-tier teams have been. The Lakers have obviously been pretty good. Um, you know, they're doing the things that they should be doing. But then there's the teams like the Jazz. There's teams like you, or um, excuse me, like Denver. Uh, obviously the Clippers, stuff like that. They're giving up games they shouldn't be giving up. I think the West is wide open this year. I think the Lakers are going to cruise to the number one seed. I think that that was probably known before the beginning of the season. I don't like them in the playoffs. I don't like the way that team's built. But I think it's wide open. Um, obviously, as Portland fans, we saw yesterday, Nurkic broke his wrist. That's They haven't looked right to begin the season. Those guys haven't meshed together. That's been very surprising to me. And I think the East has been surprising me in the fact that it's been a lot stronger. Um, I've loved... Uh, I've loved watching teams like Charlotte and um, Chicago and the Knicks. They've been competing every night. And I think that that plays into what I would say is my biggest surprise this season is how great this draft class is. There's a lot of guys that are making a lot of impacts on teams. And there's a lot of fun basketball to be watched. I mean, for, just from like Wiseman on Golden State, he's fun to watch. These guys are great. And, uh, you know, I think that there wasn't a lot of talk going into this season about the draft class. That's something that really got underestimated this year. I think there's a lot of guys that are going to be really good in this league for a while, and they're fun to watch this year. I know that the season's been weird, and I know that there's been a lot of meetings and stuff about all the COVID issues and things like that. But there's teams like the Cavaliers that are playing great. There's, like I said, the Knicks, they're, they're playing really good. And it's fun to watch. Um, it's fun to watch these teams, especially on these back-to-backs. 
or not back to backs, but the the day in between games where they're having like like Portland will go and play the Kings in Sacramento, and then two days later they play them at home. I'm liking this, seeing this these two game series. Overall, it's been a very fun season of basketball to watch so far, and I love the young guys. Yeah, I think that you hit that right on the head. I think the the young players coming in, um, the rookies, and even you know second year players, how well people are ready for the NBA, especially the shooting part. Mm-hmm. I think that goes a lot to refing, how they're calling games now. But I was kind of looking tonight um, at the points per game for teams. I mean, you're talking, you know, the top teams are scoring 114 points a night. That's crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, when I grew up, you know, you're talking, you know, you got to 100 points a night. That's that is that's crazy. That's out of control, you know. That's 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 a lot of offense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so like the Lakers are 115 points, Portland's 116 points, Denver's 116.3, you know, or you know, Sacramento even's 114.8. But I mean, basically everybody's over 100 points. Um, that's been pretty crazy. So um, a couple things I've noticed, um, or you know, obviously you got a couple of disappointing teams. I'm, like New Orleans is four and six. I think that's kind of bizarre. Um, I think they kind of have a, they have a good roster. Um, that's weird. The other one that was really surprising to me so far, and you know, I, I know it's still early because you know a lot of teams are only like eleven games in. But it was Washington? I thought mm-hmm. Washington would be good with Westbrook and Beal. Um, they have Bertans, they have that rookie out of what Israel or whatever, he, wherever he's from, and uh, they kind of have a nice little roster. So I'm really surprised that they're playing as bad as they are. Toronto's another one, three and eight. Um, and then the the teams I, I kind of like, I I've enjoyed Charlotte, but I actually got a chance to watch them. Um, they are super young. I mean, really young, except for um, Hayward. Everybody else is like 20, you know, they're either like 19 to 23 years old. Um, they just play, they're really competitive. So I think it's it's been a lot of fun watching them. Yeah, I'm loving it too. Um, I mean, LaMelo's, LaMelo's been really fun to watch too. They're just fun to watch these teams with these young guys. I feel like the season's wide open. You know, obviously you got your great teams like Milwaukee and Lakers and stuff like that. I think that it's going to be a wide-open playoffs this year, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, like I said, it's way early, so I think a lot of the teams that aren't in the playoff picture, um, like Miami, um, I think a lot of that stuff's going to you know even itself out, obviously, over time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's going to be good stuff, so we'll keep hitting NBA. I think I think next time we talk about NBA, we'll, we'll look at some of the future bets and see you know where the value's at. I think that'll be our next uh, play as far as the podcast goes, if you're down with that. Yeah, that sounds great to me. 